Welcome to the More Than More podcast, where we discuss building meaningful, impactful businesses, careers, and lives through real estate. Good morning, Dylan DeBrain here, back with another episode of the More Than More podcast. I'm, I'm going to be honest, ladies, I I don't get nervous for these anymore, but the, the three of you make me just a little bit nervous. This, no, this, this is going to be a fun conversation, a lot of personality in the room. Now, they're all looking at me with daggers. <laughs> So I should probably... No, you just gave me a ton of power. I'm making Dylan nervous. This Come feels on good, now. right? Yeah. Drunk with power over here. <laughs> you guys are going to have to help me title this little podcast because I actually don't have a name for this one yet. But okay. uh, what we've got here is three of our superhero, administrative, backstage, business manager, operations director. I don't even know what you guys are. We'll get to that in terms of titles. But we've got... This is very com- confusing. I'm going to start with you. We've got Jamie Parrish. Uh, with the Hogel team. Yep. And then we got two Nikki Johnsons. So what on earth? Oh, I'm not a Nikki though. Nicole no. Johnson. Yep. With Megan Mitchum and Nikki Johnson with Gina Swanson. So we're going to go with Nikki Nicole. Yes, that works. I was just telling her Catholic school ruined Nicole for me. So that's what? why I adopted Nikki. There I was always in trouble. So Nicole was Nicole. I'm in trouble again. Can I get your middle name in case you need to get in trouble? I don't have one. For real? <laughs> For real. So my mom didn't speak English when I was born. She didn't understand the question. Hispanic? Yes. Okay. Yep. And so? So I don't have one. They, that's not a thing culturally? For no, it's a thing culturally. And my mom and oh, her the sister. question at the hospital? Yeah. They're like, so what's her name? Nicole? Nicole what? Messina? That was, no that was way. it. That was it. Yeah. I wish I had that story. <laughs> because my story is that my mom called me Dylan after Bob Dylan because my dad was a hippie and oh boy. was a, and then they called me Lester. And what? I don't want to get into this, but I used to hide that fact for a long time. Yeah, I would too. Exactly. <laughs> okay, no middle name. What's your middle name? Christine. What's your middle name? Lynn. Lynn, that's that's like my wife's middle name. That's just very common. But it's much better than Lester. <laughs> Okay, so um, I'm super excited for these three. I think the goal here today is to dig into very unique positions that you guys have inside of your respective real estate teams, working with some interesting individuals. And I think the goal is that a whole bunch of people could learn a little bit without you sharing too many secrets about how you guys help your teams run and function. And um, I think there's fascinating partnerships you guys have all got. So um, why don't we just start with this brief introduction? A um, little bit about how long you've been in Century 21 and with your team. Um, and maybe you could describe your function in your own words. Like, what, what would you say you do? So who wants to start? Okay, I'll start. That was, thank you for being okay. a brave one. Yes, you're welcome. Hold okay. on, do we need to, you're going to introduce yourself so they'll get to know your voice. Okay, so I'm Nicole Johnson, number one. There we go. And <laughs> I have been here since 2015. I joined Megan in February, so coming up on eight years. Wow. Yeah. Um, it has changed a lot. So originally I started as her assistant and I was just part-time. Um, and then she got pregnant with Hayes and I asked if she wanted me to get licensed and I was I was like, okay, let's do that. So I'm licensed and that was in January 2016. Okay. And that partnership has grown to full-time and... Really, I think that my duties are, I think of myself as Megan's right-hand lady. So I am willing to do basically whatever she does and what she needs me to do to help achieve goals. <laughs> uh, Megan is right-handed? 
She's left-handed. She's le- <laughs> <laughs> so you should be your left-handed, silly. <laughs> All right, left-handed lady. Well, that makes yeah. for a good title. Yeah. Um, although that would probably confuse people. Yeah. So it's it's shifted over the years. It, when you Definitely. said you started as an assistant, it was uh, like part-time, how many hours a week? Yeah, about 20. Okay. Yep. And you've got uh, young kids. How old are they? Yes, nine and about to turn five. So when you stepped into that role part-time, it was partly because you were still home with the kids a bunch. Like, what were you doing before? So a lot of different things. But when I came on for her, I had just quit being an assistant for a financial advisor. Okay. It was terrible. I hated it. And I, like, cried every day. Uh-huh. And then she reached out to me the day I quit my job. Wow. And said, would you be willing to work for me? How did she find you? Um, I She was my agent. So we had a connection there. Man, um, there's a lot of that going on right now. People yeah. joining us that were clients. And if you've been to the Urbandale office, then you know we haven't always been upstairs. You yeah. guys were downstairs. Northwestern was upstairs. So I actually worked upstairs. Oh, no way. Yeah. So and we want name names. No. Okay. No. And I loved him. It was just the job itself. Got it. That just wasn't a good fit for me. What specifically about the job is different than what you're doing now that you hated so much? Yeah, he asked that too, actually, which is kind of funny. Um, it just felt very salesy and not authentic to me. And I'm not the one that can fake it till you make it. Like, I have to be doing something that I feel passionate about. And So the relational kind of MO that Megan has to sales was a better fit? Definitely, yeah. Were you and like I'm not like super assistant-y. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, I don't want to just like fill file cabinets for the day and yeah. make phone calls for you yeah. and be your secretary. Which is why your position's evolved into what it is, yes. where you really are a, a left or a right hand to really the whole operation. Yeah. Um, so I want to dig into that more as we keep going. Okay, who, who wants to go next? Introduction, a little bit about your function and your role. How long have you been doing it? I can go next. Okay. Um, I'm Jamie Parrish. I work with Ethan Hochul. I got licensed in 2015. Okay. I worked at Coldwell for a while. Same same year. Own. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I think I did that for three years before I came over to Century 21. Selling at Coldwell? I was selling at Coldwell. Okay. Um, I didn't come over with Ethan. That's right. And then about six months in, I um, kind of was at a point where my husband was running his own um, independent insurance agency, and we had to go through IVF for the first time. Mm. So I knew that I had to kind of step back and do something that would bring in some income, but I still wanted to sell. So I actually remember... I was on the phone with you crying. I was driving. I you know how often that comes <laughs> up in this podcast? <laughs> because I didn't want to quit selling, but I also felt like I was at this spot where I had to make a decision. Um, yeah. And so you talked me into talking to Ethan because I didn't really want to go down that road again because I'd worked with somebody else and it hadn't worked out. Um, I've called uh, uh, here. Yeah. And um, so I talked to Ethan. I The plan was for me to come on just part-time helping with admin stuff and selling part-time. Um, it ended up just evolving over time into yeah. what it is today. So my, my role was very different when I started. So your, uh, your beginning was really more just of a personal life change, and you just needed to shift your focus from selling, and then it's evolved from there, right? Because it just started as a, a, a means to change some balance in your life. And then how's that grown over the years? Because are you, are you a full-time team member now, or how does that look? I don't sell at all anymore. Well, in terms of your role with the team, do you work full-time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes more than one time. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very loose term. Um, um, and so what would you describe your position as then? Like, what do you do? What's your title, et cetera? Um, I am the director of operations. I, I basically work on the business while Ethan and Alicia work in the business, if that makes sense. So a lot more like planning, figuring out systems and processes, figuring out where we can improve on things. Um, I also still do the marketing. So we're kind of looking for maybe somebody to do our marketing to hand over so we can focus on growing our team more and looking into the future. Yeah, Ethan mentioned that as a upcoming, or at least that's what his coach is pushing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, But that you really have carried, I mean, everyone sees Ethan out there on all these TikToks and videos, but you're the mastermind behind all that? or um, A lot of it is actually, so Ethan has a lot of visionary ideas. Yep. He'll bring them to me, and then I kind of help him figure out like what works for our team, what financially works, um, and then figure, like if... If he's got a bad idea too, we, I have to tell him no sometimes. And you do that? Yeah. And he so takes it well? Yeah. Most of the time. Video. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's, that's the d- dynamic or the relationship I'm interested in because that's a fascinating thing with a guy like Ethan that runs around wearing suits and looks like he's flies a helicopter or something. Behind the scenes, there's a you that's telling him that his ideas are stupid. <laughs> I don't think they're stupid, but... Uh, sometimes they like, it just doesn't work. Like yeah. they can be even better. Uh, <laughs> nice job. Thank you. Sometimes it's just a workload thing. So if we have, yes. um, like we sell a lot of, we do a lot of transactions. So this year we'll probably do 200 yeah. like as a team and just time wise, we can't do every, every yeah. idea that he has. And it, it is a really awkward thing to have to tell him no, but I do have to do that sometimes. Probably less and less awkward all the time. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with uh, you guys have done traction? Uh, and so, for anyone that hasn't read traction, have, you, have either of you ladies? In, so, that it's called EOS. It's actually the platform we use to manage our company. It's the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS. The book's called Traction. And um, inside Traction, there's a discussion about what they call dynamic VI duos, visionary and integrators. And the whole idea is that. A lot of businesses that really, really flourish have a visionary because someone that looks forward and just creates and like Ethan's very visionary, but to be that kind of visionary and normally those are high quick starts. Um, yes. And then you need an integrator because the integrator is the one that gets the rubber to actually hit the road and says things like we just don't have bandwidth for that. So that's kind of how I frame you two. Is that accurate? Have you, Yeah. have you guys read uh, rocket fuel then? Yes. Okay. And so do you guys use that language at all? Yeah, sometimes. Awesome. Okay, so for anyone that's kind of like you guys, Traction or Rocket Fuel, two, two good books. Anything more you want to say about your function or your role? I don't think so. Okay. Nikki. Nikki. Nikki with no middle name. You're up. Nikki with no middle name, sadly. Um, I think it's better, actually. Thanks. Kind of yeah. like Madonna, maybe. No, that's just, just no, that's no last name. <laughs> maybe I could just do that. Um, so Nikki Johnson, I'm on Gina Swanson's team. I'm coming up on one year with her. Um, I did get licensed back in Nevada in 2014, and I was a buyer's agent there. And then we moved to Iowa. How was that, by the way? That I actually did pretty well. Okay. Um, I joined this boutique brokerage, and he challenged me. He was just like, the average agent sells about 12 homes a year. I think you can double that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, I'll do you one better. I'll do 25. So from January to October when we moved, I had... 15 sold and three more under contract. So I felt I was pretty on par for 
my goal, but then we moved here. Uh, moved because so, of husband's position yes, or husband's position. Okay. So after that, that, that kind of stung a little bit, mm. you know, you just kind of put your heart and soul into something and you have to give it up. Mm. So I figured I like real estate. I do have a passion for it, but I don't want to give up the nights and weekends with my kids anymore. So I think this role offers me that I get a little bit of the client love. I get to do the transactions, all that stuff, but I have my nights and weekends which I, I really appreciate. Me too. Yeah. <clears throat> Took me a long time to get my nights and weekends back. Oh, but. they're sacred. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's another touch point that I'm interested in because that is the distinction between being a full-time real estate agent. Yes. That's, I don't know, maybe Batman and Robin is the wrong metaphor. Perhaps you guys can help me with a better metaphor, but. I think that's pretty, pretty accurate. Because there's something about being Batman. You're upfront. You're always in, in, you're the one. They're taking the first line of bullets, I think, and they've got to be out. And they're the ones on the TikTok video. Um, but uh, Robin, see, the problem with Robin is Robin's a sidekick. You guys are more than a sidekick. You're more of control center sometimes behind the scenes, building out, saying no. <laughs> see, I don't know that I agree with that for us. Okay. So I would say Megan is probably a little bit unique in the sense that she really is kind of like all of the things she runs her own business. She comes up with great ideas. Yeah. She likes to be hands-on. It's not like she goes out with the people and hands things off to me. Like I would say that we are a good duo because we kind of balance each other, but not you balance like each other I'm more. all doing everything behind the scenes. Yeah. Like she's doing a lot behind the scenes too. Well, she's always been, and I want to, let's get to that. Uh, um, because she's a control freak and she wants high quality. And so she's not, she doesn't she doesn't trust people easily from what I can tell because she wants it done right and she knows that she'll do it right. So it's a big compliment for someone like her to trust you to to jump in with her clients and be involved in that relationship. That's how I see that yeah. as a compliment. Yeah. So I would say we are more like Batman and Robin, I guess for okay, me. So I'm a sidekick. You yeah. don't mind that frame. I don't mind it. Okay. No. Yep. So what about the Nikki back to you, yeah. your title and stuff like that? What do so you my do? <laughs> title is director of operations. I feel like I do okay. a little bit of everything. Um, it's helpful to have a second pair of eyes on all the transactions. Just make sure everything is running smoothly. Everything, all the I's are dotted, T's are crossed. Um, I do quite a bit of marketing for Gina, handle her marketing calendar. Um, also too, just our personalities are very different. So it's kind of nice to just maybe push her a little bit. I think I can offer that to her because she mm. likes to take her time on things. And we've got this really great marketing calendar and I'm that extra little bit of push like, hey, we got to get this going. Well, you're somewhat of a bizarre Robin. <laughs> <clears throat> you, I'm going to look at all your Colbys here. So Nikki, okay. yes. you're a four, four, eight, three. So okay. You're a high quick start. Yes. And you're not like, you're not low, but you're not super high on attention to detail. And no. like, we wouldn't hire you as an administrator. No. Because you're actually a forward thinking motion creator. Like, yes. you're about moving. Yes. Doing. And so that makes you a terrible administrator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like Nick, Nicole was saying, Gina is actually very, very high on those mm -hmm. other areas. And she's already got her crap together. Yes. Um, and that's a little different than I, I think how Ethan is. I'm not sure. But so Nicole, you are a 4773. So a little lower on fact finder, but pretty high on system building. Mm -hmm. and, and Megan's a high fact finder. It, so it's a good compliment. Mm -hmm. um, but your, your seven uh, quick start is also pretty high. 
especially for someone working as a, as a, not a Robin, but someone working as an administrator. And that's why you guys aren't administrators. Like it's an interesting function, what you guys have created. Yeah. Um, and then Jamie, you're, you're an interesting one because you're a nine fact finder. You're, you're the highest fact finder. Well, we have a couple of accountants who are that high. Oh, wow. So you are like a vault when it comes to the information and making sure we get the details right. Am I, yeah, is that correct? And then a seven system builder, which is also, that's how high, that's my highest one is seven. And so you're about process and systems. And then a three and a two, which is interesting because unlike these ladies, you're about stability and uh, you want to keep things, uh, you don't want to rock the boat too much. Yeah, that's true. So how does that relate to Ethan though? And uh, Ethan is a very high quick start. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you, you've got, uh, you two are maybe more similar than your structure is. Mm-hmm. But Ethan, unlike those two ladies, is a very, very, yeah, very high quick start, very visionary. Whereas Gina and Megan, I see as very, uh, you can't see my hands, I'm like making little pointy <laughs> fingers. <laughs> what, are you, what do you call these? T-Rex hands? Yeah. T-Rex. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that. No, this is like particular, like they're both particular about quality control and, and doing things right and being hands-on themselves. Yes. So talk more about all that. Like, I guess I'm curious how you, well, let me ask a different question. So why don't you describe mm-hmm. uh, your crazy, uh, have you guys heard the phrase rugged individual? So it's an economic term. It's, it talks about crazy people that are failed civilians that don't want to do civilian life okay. that are like, can do, I'm going to do it myself. I don't need a job you know, real estate agents. Yeah. So you three have what I would call super rugged individuals that you work for and with. And so describe your rugged individual and then like maybe what attracted you to that role. You've touched on a little bit, Mm -hmm. but um, Nikki, why don't you go first? Sure. Um, So about my agent. um, My rugged individual. My rugged rugged individual. Um, She's just she knows exactly what she wants and she's unwilling to compromise on that. Yes. So it's just, I find it to be my job to not stop until I find a product or a system or anything that meets her approval, which can be a challenge, but it's and her she business. Would admit that too, She'll right? admit that. Absolutely. She likes to talk about being a redhead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All the rumors <coughs> are true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's to me, I look at that as a challenge and me, I'm an enthusiast, so I'm always going to reframe things and find the positive. So it could seem like maybe critique or whatever, but I'll be like, no, this is her business and this is how she wants it to look and having things look professional and um, just all that, those kinds of details are very important to her. So I, I take that as that's my job to make sure those mm. things that I normally wouldn't look at or I don't see as like, well, that's not the meat and potatoes of this. It is to her. Yeah. So I just have to keep that in mind when I'm doing my job. Has it been a challenge for you to step into that role when you yeah, were selling bit. yourself? Yeah, for sure. And the other, I was on another team at another brokerage and I was a little bit more hands-on with clients. So it is, but it's also, it's sharpening another set of skills that mm-hmm. I don't really have. So I think it's only forcing me to grow. Yeah. And those skills, I mean, just being detail oriented, it's not something that comes naturally to me. So I think for me, just having to work on that every day, I mean, I'm only getting better. So uh, I want to be careful with these questions, but sure. uh, like, I, I, what other, have there been parts of that that have been a challenge then? 
I mean, not like we're not in like our dynamic, not in how we interact. You with seem each to other, get along sure. real well. Yeah, we yeah. get along really well. I mean, a challenge and yeah, there's a lot of like, hey, didn't do this right. I have to go back to it. Yeah. But well, I, I remember this is par for the course. When you first came on, we mm-hmm. did a Colby on you yes. and Gina, and Gina said, "Hey, sit with Nikki and help her understand <laughs> <laughs> what it's going to be like working for me," yes. which I think was awesome because. You guys started with a lot of uh, openness up front mm-hmm. about your co- compliments, how you compliment each other. Yeah. And then the areas of potential conflict. And I think that's mm-hmm. a mature way to go about having yeah. a team member like that. That's just life, though. I think you're going to, you know, interact with people, whether it be other agents, clients that you work for, your spouse. Your spouse anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be potential conflict. Nobody's the same, and life would be boring. So, how do work. you think you guys compliment each other? I think we are, we get each other out of our comfort zones. Good. I will definitely push her to just, hey, we don't need to have all this. Because she's a low, to, quick start. She's a low, quick start. And a high fact. Fi- so she yes. wants to make sure things are accurate and good and mm-hmm. tightly put together. Yes, that's very important to her. So you would say you can help push her towards more hey, ideas, hey. innovation, movement? Ideas, innovation, we need to move forward. Yeah. We need to get this done. How does she respond to that? There's some pushback. Yeah, but I mean, there should be, but yeah, overall, she's she's very cool with it. And how long have you two been together now? It's it's coming up in a year. I want to say next week will be a year. And she's taking you to Hawaii, or what's the the one? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, good. How about you, uh, Nicole? How would you describe your working relationship with? Well, first of all, describe Megan, if because uh, I'm interested to hear this one. So I would say Megan is a, if you're familiar with the Enneagram, of a high achiever. She's okay. a number three. Yep. And I am a two, which is a helper. So I really feel like our balance is kind of perfect. Like she is the go-getter. She wants to get shit done. And I am just there to help her. Like I'm kind of a, I'll go with the flow. You tell me what to do. I'll help you. How does that, does that two get to show up also? I love that you're all, uh, at least both of you so far. Do you do Enneagram at all? No. Not yet? You're going to get there. Um, you mentioned enthusiast earlier. So you're a seven. I'm a seven. Gina's a six. She's a loyalist. Yes. So you're saying Megan is a three. She's an achiever. She wants to go. She, it's not that she wants the trophy, but she wants to keep the winning and the challenge in front of her. Yeah. Your two-ness, how does that come in then with like client relations and stuff like that? You Oh, really? That's what makes me happy. Like, I just like to help people. So mm-hmm. whether that's with clients, helping them achieve their goals, or it makes me equally happy to help Megan achieve the goal. She's really good at, like, seeing, like, I'm going to set this huge goal, and then I see it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what? We're going to do that? But because she can have the vision, I can come along her and help support and make it happen. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. I have a harder time setting like big goals. I'm a pretty like happy and content person. And I think that's where she pushes me. Like she's a big risk taker and just kind of, you know, you can do it. Like let's, let's do it. And so so it's, it's equally a good balance. I think she pushes me and I can help her. You're describing how you guys compliment each other. Yeah. Is there, is there more to that? How else do you guys uh, compliment each other's skills and strengths and weaknesses? Uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think it just boils down to like a really like mutual understanding of each other and, uh, and respect. Like we have a good friendship and I wouldn't say we have a lot of challenges. Like it's always been pretty easy. We just have fun. And you've got another team member now as well. We do. How's yes, that changed Tom. the dynamic at all? 
you know, at first we were both kind of like, we both like control. <laughs> and so, you know, and I think that's natural when you've been kind of doing this thing together for so long, Yeah. you know, at that point it was like six or seven years. And then we got to a point where we're like, something's got to give you either lose your own sanity or it takes away from your quality time with your family and neither one of those it's not worth it so we knew we needed to bring someone but it was kind of scary and we never wanted to force that like you're not going to go out and try to find the perfect person like they just need to show up and Tom kind of showed up at the perfect time and um yeah, it's been really good, honestly. He's relieved us in a lot of areas where we can be home with our kids and our husbands, and, and he and he genuinely is good and a good fit. And yeah. I'm interested by how you described that. Um, obviously, I was involved in this conversation back in the day, and yeah. Megan had a couple of killer years, mm-hmm. and then I remember the conversation being, I can keep doing this, but I think I'm going to burn out. And yeah. that's where she always wanted to control all of her clients. She trusted you, mm-hmm. but nobody else. And then all of a sudden something broke a year ago and not broke, but she was like, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. But the way you described it was, it wasn't just her. You're saying it actually having another team member helped you free up time mm-hmm. as well to explain that. Yeah. Some more. Well, unlike Megan, so Megan can go, 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 go. And where she may burn out, she doesn't show anyone. Like, I'm a very, you're going to know how I'm feeling. I am sensitive. I show my emotions. And so it got to a point for me where I'm like, I'm getting burnt out. Like, mm. my phone is constantly going off. Like, I need something to change, too. And, like, it really boils down to just being honest with yourself. Like, what is it that I want? Do I want to be an agent that's out helping all the time? And to be honest, like, what makes me happy is being with my kids. Mm. So... We needed someone extra. You big too, you. I know. I just have big feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems to be working. Um, okay. Uh, I actually, I want to come back to what I'm realizing as we're talking is I think what everyone would benefit from is hearing more specifics about what your day-to-day looks like so that they can understand your functions a little bit better. So let's cover you, Jamie, on uh, your crazy rugged individual. Okay. Um, how would you describe Ethan? Ethan is very driven. Um, I think I've heard you describe him as a hunter before. Um, oh my. <laughs> is that right? Well, yeah, in, in the sense that he's got a... Like hunter-gatherer? Um, well, yeah, that'd be the difference. A gatherer hangs out at the farmstead and like does the work that needs to be done there to cultivate. And But hunters go out. like They go out chasing what they need to chase. Um, and so, yeah, Ethan, I think that's what I mean when I say yeah. that about Ethan. Um, he, he just brings in a ton of business and I like even like a after, rainmaker. Yeah. Even after working with him for four or five years, I some like don't even know how he does it sometimes. <laughs> like he'll come back in July. We had like, we did really low on listings and then all of a sudden we had 20 of them. So it yeah. just, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> um, but he's very hands off. I feel like. And maybe it's because he trusts me at this point, but um, he just has kind of always let me do what I needed to do to make the business grow. So whether whatever system needed to be done. When, actually, when I started, he gave me a list, um, which I think he got from somebody else's admin, that was like, "Here's what I want," and then like, then he was gone. I just from had the to, I just yeah, from the beginning, I just had to mm-hmm. figure out how to do it. Um, <laughs> okay, that would give me anxiety, <laughs> which I think I knew. Because I'd been an agent and I knew like 
I knew what needed to be done and how, or maybe I just, that's how my brain works. Um, and we, so we set up, um, initially processes for all of his clients because he, I think at that point was doing maybe 70 transactions a year. Um, but really had no systems. So we had to figure out how to, how to make sure those clients were being talked to every week and then how, you know, how to get close. So that's where we started. And then slowly just more and more like it evolved. My role evolved. Did I answer your question? Well, you did. And you, you <laughs> answered a couple of others as well. Um, what I'm interested in is the the degree to which Ethan just, okay, so you're right. Ethan is a visionary and he does just say, Hey, yeah, here, make this happen. And I don't know how he, either he just trusts you a lot or he's just that busy doing other things. But I'm also interested in the extent to which he has modified how he operates to accommodate your strengths. And so, cause you know, I've had a lot of conversations with all of your uh, team members along the yours and uh you know ethan knows the extent to which you flourish with control because you want that control she's smiling yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and so some of that was him just uh learning to trust you some of it was him adapting what he otherwise would have done to allow you to be in a position where you could do uh your best does that make any sense yeah um and i think that's certainly true of gina and you because i think gina having to figure out like I need to figure out how to leverage her unique abilities mm -hmm. being this higher quick start. So it's really a fun relationship to watch evolve over time because you guys haven't just shown up and have to adapt to them. I think they've had to adapt to you as well. And that's a good partnership Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that you see that in your. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that you should be part of a team if you're not really willing to put the work in for, so for someone else. Like you can't just say, I want to grow a team but then not care, right? Like it has to be mutual. As a like, team lead, you mean? Yeah. 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 And how have they done it that? I think really good for yeah. Megan, I can speak to, but. Yeah. I probably shouldn't ask questions like that while we're recording. <laughs> I think you're, <laughs> I don't think you believe that at all. But I um, think too, for anybody looking to grow a team, if you're, I think you have to, number one, sit down and be honest with what it is exactly you, you need help with or yeah. what your goals are. So if you're wanting to expand, if you're wanting to do more business, you need to really figure out how you're going to go about that and what an admin or support staff is going to do, what that role is going to look like. And then these personality tests are great, but don't make your decisions based off of that. I think Gene and I are a perfect example. On paper, mm. we should not work, but you get to know the personality, you get to know the person. There's a lot more to a person than a personality test. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. At the same time, on paper, it actually makes sense as well. Like Gina does need a, a higher quick start in her world, right? Thanks for saying that. No, I, I think <laughs> it's true. It's just part of it's being able to come face to face with your own internal insecurities and your own mm -hmm. discomfort level. Because to be pushed, it's like the phrase, iron sharpens iron. Um by definition, when we're sharpening each other, it, it hurts. We're rubbing yes. off the, the, we're pushing ourselves. And we so. said at our, our last uh, quarterly meeting, like she knows if I'm annoying her, I'm doing my job. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, have I sufficiently annoyed you today? Yes, you have. Perfect. We're Great. moving forward then. <laughs> so, so jump into the day-to-day. 
because it's all different for each of you. Um, maybe the best way to ask the question is, uh, yeah, on a typical day, what are you spending most of your time, energy, and effort doing? And then another way to ask the question is, what, what, are, what are the projects or initiatives or things that you're currently focusing on right now? I don't know who wants to... Jamie, why don't we start with you? What uh, Describe your function and role more day-to-day. I think it varies every day. I, I kind of have more of like a week that's structured okay. more. Mm-hmm. So we meet with our team members every Monday. So that's pretty much what happens on Mondays. Tuesdays... Um, well, you go one-on-ones with each team member. Each team member. And there's like six, seven... Five or six. Uh, we just added one. There's so a bunch of them. Yep. <laughs> we're at five. Um, that's most of what Mondays are and kind yeah. of like figuring out how we're going to help them grow their businesses and make sure they're staying on track for what, what their goals are. Okay. Um, Tuesdays, we have a team meeting, which I help with um, coming up with the topics. That's and your team team meeting, not ours. Right. And, and then, then they go to the team meeting. Then they go to the team meeting. Awesome. Um Oh, Alicia comes in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. What does Alicia do? Um, Alicia does all of our client care. So anybody that is currently active, pending, closing, she takes care of all of those. Um, So basically she's working in the transaction and then doing some post-close stuff. Um, But I help her. I guess I manage her. So if she has questions, she's coming to me. Um, Wednesdays, Wednesdays are calmer. So I do a lot of, I try to get some marketing done on Wednesdays. Describe marketing. Um, so if we have new listings coming up, cause our listings go live on Thursdays. Um, what? What's that? Your listings go live on Thursdays. Every listing goes live on Thursdays. This is part of your system. Yes. Uh, is there a secret to this or is this public knowledge? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Ethan believes that you get better exposure on your listings if they go live on Thursday because the buyer's. Um, are looking at listings for the weekend and then they go out for the weekend. Wow. Yep. Um, it also, I think we just are in a like a groove where we get photos done on Mondays. Um, we have them for a couple of days. We can prep and then everything goes live on Thursday. So when he's talking to a client that's listing their house, he has this scheduled out. He meets with them Monday and says, we're going to go live Thursday. That's just like no matter what kind of thing. Yep. I mean, generally. Yeah, that's a great wow. idea. Mm-hmm. That really makes your job easier because yeah. you know. You well, prepare. and I it has worked out really well for me because I am doing all these other things and then the marketing sometimes feels like a, like a, it gets put on the back burner. Um, but if we have that system in place, then I know when I can work on it. And is there any flexibility in that? So if someone reaches out yeah, to you on a Tuesday is. and they're like, no, we yeah. want to go live. I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there is. Okay. Huh. We had one seller in, in May. She wanted to list her house on June 1st, which wasn't a Thursday. I don't, I don't know why, but so we had to move them. Well, people have got all kinds of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so back to marketing, um, uh, listing marketing and? Uh, social media. Okay. And then Thursdays, um, Ethan and I, Alicia comes in again, Ethan and I meet, we kind of talk about what we have going on, what we need to work on, um, and then Fridays are just whatever else didn't get done for the week. Okay, so let's keep going around, then let's circle back to some initiatives that you guys are working on okay. now, so your your day-to-day. Okay, I don't think I sound as structured as Jamie. I don't think so, you are. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. That kind of makes me feel trapped. Um, <laughs> I like flexibility and I think that's what's great about my job is that I have that. And so every day is a little bit different and it's more like whatever needs to be done today, we kind of prioritize. So that could be marketing, that could be pop buys, that could be helping out with more client stuff, inspections, whatever. If she's gone, then I'm definitely stepping in more and doing 
you know, some of that more hands-on stuff. You're engaged in the actual transaction. You'll go conduct inspections, et cetera. Yes. So kind of how we work is since I do have my license, I am a salaried employee, but I like to work with my people too. Mm -hmm. So like if it's my referral or a close friend, I do like to be more involved. So I will do a little bit more of that. Um, And then, but I don't like to do it all the time either. Hence Tom. Um, okay, keep going. So okay. what else are you f- focusing on? Um, By the way, when you said trapped, I was thinking, imagine how Ethan feels. So you got a nine <laughs> fact finder and she's like making sure everything's structured. No, I think that's great. Um, I just think Megan and I, like we share a calendar, but also like every day is a little bit different. And it's like whatever, you know, we kind of prior, like right now we're focusing on our pie party. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of days. You guys are um, the, f- I would call you the, I don't know, the events uh, queens. I mean, you guys have certainly led the way in that. At least er, a lot of people are doing amazing work there now. Yeah. But early, early, early on, Megan was the pioneer in that space. Yeah, we like to have fun. Yeah. It's a good tagline for a pie party, the pioneer. Oh, oh wow. wow. You. And that's like the second amazing nugget that's come out of this. Okay, <laughs> <clears throat> what else would you, any more? I don't think so. So a little I mean, looser. Yeah but more engaged in the transactions with a bunch of the clients. Yeah. So where Jamie is maybe doing more of the planning and structure, I'm kind of more, I would say, Hey Megan, what do you need for me today? Mm. And then maybe she has something on her list that it's just feeling like it's bogging her down and I can take it off of her plate. How does that work? I mean, you guys would have to then be together every day. I mean, you see each other every day at the office. Basically. Yeah. We share an office. So we do, each other almost every day you know some Wednesdays we may work from home or one of us is gone but we still communicate are there like uh, Jamie a couple of days at a time that you won't see Ethan or is it pretty um, structured he comes in every morning at eight between eight and eight thirty and so he's there for at least an hour and he actually said a few months back I think to our coach that the reason that he actually comes in is because I'm there and he feels like he has to so I don't know if that's helpful I think it's helpful <laughs> okay <Super> helpful <laughs> No, I think it is. It's because guys like him flourish without structure, but having some structures in place create the freedom for them to go be free, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like systems and structure, I, I view when done right, they're not there to tie people down. They're, they actually liberate him to go spend the rest of his day doing everything he wants to do because he did the basics in the morning with you that needed to be done. Yeah, I don't know. That's how I view it. Uh, okay, very good. How about you? Nikki, right as I take my list. what do you do? What do I do? It's uh, similar to what Nicole is doing, where it's it's week by week. We have our um, weekly meeting on Monday where we all touch base. How did things go over the weekend? And by all, because you also have Taylor. Taylor, yep. So you know, keeping me in the loop too. What new buyers are we working with? What new listings are coming on? Um, you I know, all the. Cl- I mean, there's no buyers or sellers that you're not aware of in terms of the. Correct. And yeah. I, I very much need that. I'm very much a people person. Um, I like to be hands on. I do some showings for Gina and that's probably my favorite part of the job okay. is it just being able to put a face to the names, to the files. It, it just gives me a little something extra. I tend to work harder on those files. There's, there's just more care because I've now met them. I've talked to them there. It's real. It's not just a file. Yep. Um, so that's super important to me. Um, you're just 
a people person. I am. Yeah. I am very much a people person. Um, but yeah, it's it's marketing. We're focusing on our pie party too. So just getting all those specifics ironed out. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a lot of that. Like whatever Gina needs help with, it's really just making sure transactions are up, you know, where they should be. We've are got there everything. specific portions of the transaction that you own that Gina doesn't touch or is it more yes. just together on everything? Yes. There's, um, well, no, actually, cause she's, that's just not her personality to completely give me something and be like, she's got it. I'm not going to worry about it. She worries about everything. Yeah. That's just her personality. So I have it, but you know, she's always watching. She's always got her eye on it. <laughs> uh, what is that? Uh, Big Brother or the Eye uh, in the Sky. I was thinking Eye in the Sky yeah, from uh, Alan, Alan Parsons. Parsons project. Yep. Nice job. You Doom. actually know that song. The it's other a one great I was. Song. <clears throat> what's the other one? The Police. I'll be watching I'll you. Be wa- <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, marketing too, uh, marketing our listings, um, just finding new and different ways to do that. Our social media marketing calendar, I, I get to create that. I'm a creative too, so I like okay. doing things like that. Okay, so that's helpful. Um, super structured, more operations, planning, um, and then a bunch of marketing, and then really client care and client engagement and right or left hand. Is mm-hmm. is that how we, I'm pointing around the room, but yes. am I yes. close? Yes, yes. yes. So what, uh, what are some things that you guys, without sharing any secrets, what are some things that you guys are working on right now? I'm kind of interested in that. So what's up in the air that other than pie parties? <clears throat> Uh, am I putting you on the spot? Not me. I'm just trying to think other than the pine party. That's pretty consuming right now. Well, when I say working on it, I mean like day to day, like transactions. I mean, are there areas of your teams that you uh, guys are working on either communications or some marketing initiatives or systems or anything along those lines that are going on? I wouldn't say systems, but more marketing initiatives. We've got a marketing calendar um, where every month we've got something. Um, I also help with her monthly newsletter. So I write up some things. I gather information that she wants to put in there. Just another touch point for clients. And um, so that's something that always, that's always on the, I guess, on the table, something that I have to do. But um we, Gina had asked everybody to submit goals that we want to accomplish before awesome. December 31st. So one personal, one um, business related. She's done really well on that. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever since, I think, well, she's always been good at that, mm-hmm. but the lifetime extender exercise that yes. several of you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's just been really on the quarterly, working, not mm-hmm. working, future goals, right? Yep. Yep. We do that. We just had our quarterly meeting. You enjoy doing that? I enjoy doing that. And I'm a big, I'm very visual. So we have our vision boards. We've done that. We did that last year. We've got that on the calendar to do. And if I see it, I'm going to get it done. So every time I've created a vision board, not everything, just because of my personality, I put way too much on there. It's just not possible, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm getting most of it done. So I'm like, yes, I did it. Yeah. I'm just, I had a picture of your vision board and then Jamie's vision board. My vision board is full. (laughs) Your vision board is January through December and it's very structured. (laughs) Mine's pretty colors. Yeah. Mine's a lot of trips. (laughs) You probably didn't even like a vision board. Do you like? Probably not. No. Yeah. I've never made one. What? You should do it. It's too sloppy. It's messy. There's like pictures cut up and all over the place. It doesn't work for Jamie's and Dylan's. You You don't like it either? Oh no. Okay. I'm, I think I'm more, I'm not near as high of a fact finder as you, 
but I'm a little more systematized and structured. Yeah. When you accomplish something on your vision board, do you put like a little tack or a little sticker on it where you're like, did it? Your question is so <laughs> broken and corrupt because you assume that I have a vision board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you showed me something where you have that little dots of how many days you've got left or something. Oh, that's you've not got a vision like your, board. That's, your that's countdown. a countdown to death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like a vision board in reverse. You've got stuff you got to do before your day, right? That is a your end of time. That is a look in the mirror. Okay. That that is a motivator. That's a reminder that time. That's a vision matters. board. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we're being super creative here on what vision boards are and aren't. <laughs> um, are you guys familiar with the idea of superior? Uh, sorry, unique ability. Have you guys heard that or been yes. through it? Yes. Uh, do you know, uh, I'm totally putting you on the spot, I do not expect you to know them, but do you know what the four components of unique ability are? No, I don't remember. I'm, uh, this sounds like superhero stuff, so I have no idea what you're talking about. It is superhero stuff. That's exactly the point. <laughs> unique ability is, um, I think I just put a podcast out on this. Maybe it's coming. Um, unique ability is an idea we borrowed from Strategic Coach, and... It's just the idea that everyone does have a superpower. And it's something that you were probably good at before you were even working. So this isn't like just a work thing. This is just the thing that you bring to the table that you're uniquely gifted at that you, well, there's four things. The first is superior skill. So it's something you're good at. Um, you're better than other people. People notice that you're good at this. The second is you actually have a passion for this. So it's something you, you just love to do. You would do this even if you weren't being paid to do it kind of thing. Um, the third is never-ending energy. But you actually get energy when you're doing this. And then you give energy too. So when people are around you and you're doing this thing, you, you, uh, there's just energy in the air, right? <clears throat> and then number four is never-ending learning. So it's something that learning about, growing about, just comes naturally. Like reading a book about this topic isn't something that's work for you. Anyway, we're, we're pretty focused as a team backstage, our staff, thinking about unique abilities. And the whole idea is how do we get people more and more in their unique ability in their workday? Because when they're in their unique ability, everyone has to plunge toilets every day. Like you can't just be playing in your sandbox. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but the idea is that we've all got these amazing talents. And if you can get more and more people in their unique abilities... Then you start to have unique ability teamwork where I'm in my superpower and it's helping your weakness and vice versa. And we're one plus one is three is the idea. And it sounds super kind of out there, but it's something we've seen in our leadership team. Anyway, the reason I'm curious about this is, uh, well, I guess I'm interested in your unique abilities. And then I'm thinking about your teammates, super unique abilities and sort of this one plus one equals three energy. Because we're talking about how you complement each other, how there's some rub as you do that, because uh, you're very different from your agents. But uh, would you describe, could you describe your unique ability? Super putting you on the spot. No, I hate talking about myself. So it's way harder to like find your own strengths than it is to identify someone else's, I think. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think I... I tend to be a pretty positive person. And I mean, we could all be honest, this being a realtor is, I mean, it could be draining, emotionally draining. It really can. And if you're a sensitive person, you know, you have a deal that goes wrong or somebody's not liking how things are going and it can weigh on you. And I was in this position, so I understand it. And I understand that there's no point in dwelling on it. Just, oh, that person's terrible. I can't believe this is going wrong. And 
you know, I like to just be, Hey, we got this, we can do this and just kind of be your, your pump up person because you don't need somebody to, you know, commiserate with that doesn't do you any justice. So part of your unique ability is <clears throat> like, Hey, we got this. Come on. We can do this. A cheerleader, be, cheerleader. being positive, yes. always seeing the can. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I would say if I had to identify one, that might be it. So then the, the goal of unique ability is to actually, cause a whole workbook around this, I need to give this to everybody. I need okay. to give it to you three, <clears throat> but uh, you work through the workbook and actually work towards a unique ability statement is the idea where you can actually state uh, in a couple of sentences, what you do. Um, it's actually very empowering. I, I'm bringing it up with you guys because you're all doing Colby. You're all doing uh, at least almost all of you Enneagram. What's her Enneagram, by the way? I don't know. I just learned about what it. What would you say? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to think about that a little bit. <clears throat> but um, how about you? Would you Would you be bold enough to? You, you don't want to take a stab at your unique ability. What do you uniquely know. give I to that? I would say that I'm a pretty good listener. Um, I like to know how people are feeling, and I would be willing to do almost anything to make sure people are feeling good. Yeah, I think both of those are, are great starting points for trying to figure that that out more. What would yours, what would you say? I don't know. <laughs> Travel. Travel. <laughs> Going to Germany. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Jamie is a, you're an avid traveler. Yeah. I mean, you're out of the country a few times a year. We've left four times this year. Out of the country? Yep. That's amazing. Nice. That's yeah. goals right there. <laughs> Um, okay. Any, any more on, uh, well, I guess I, we're running out of time here, so I want to be careful with this, but, uh, you're all licensed, right? Yes. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you, none of you, you're all licensed assistants then on our structure. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. So you don't have comp plans. No. Um, and then sales. So like, uh, Nicole, you touched on this. So you do bring people to the table though. Yes. And when you do, the team works the sale and some you're more involved in than others. Is that similar for all of you or how do you have that put together? Yeah, so for us, I would be considered a salaried employee. And if I bring someone on, then I am compensated by a bonus. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get into the details okay. of it more, but that's great to know. Yeah. Um, uh, but you're not independently working any clients. is No. But are you actively working to bring people in? Yeah, but more in a natural way. Because like you don't Megan want to be a salesperson. Is, yes, exactly. Yeah. She's way better at that. Hopping on the phone, having conversations where I'm like, ooh, well, I don't me, ever want someone to think that I'm... Maybe the, the question I'm looking for, um, when you guys do your parties, mm -hmm. you guys are inviting your collective database to yes. those. Is that correct? Yes. Your people, her people. Is that true for you guys as well? Yes. Not Not so much for me. It's just... Gina's. I've brought um, well, somebody because you're new in. to town, I'm right? To, well, I mean, I've been here six years now, so okay, not so new, not so new. But none of the people that I'm friends with are looking to buy or sell. I did, I did bring somebody in, and it was a duel. They bought and sold with us. Um, I am actively trying to bring people in. I've had somebody write a couple offers and just didn't get it. They're they're more on the investor side, so. That I don't need to say any more there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like this whole podcast is full of um, touchy, touchy points where it's like there's certain <laughs> things we, don't, we do and don't want to say. <clears throat> well, it is an interesting thing talking about other people's businesses and other people's personalities and you don't want to. Oh, sure. 
But what I what I think is amazing is all of you have very unique, but it seems like very healthy functioning relationships. Mm-hmm. And I, there's a compliment in there to both you and I think to your your whatever you want to call them team leads because it's not easy to pull that off. Um, and like I said earlier, it takes a lot of trust to bring somebody else, especially knowing Ethan, Megan, and and Gina. It takes a lot to bring someone into that space and trust them with your people because they didn't get to where they got by being sloppy about their right. clients. Um, okay, so wrapping up, I, I guess I'm just uh, interested in any other thoughts you guys have about what makes a healthy relationship like this work. I think I'm thinking about other people who would love to have a Jamie or love to have a Nikki or a Nicole. And uh, uh, maybe they're not there yet, but they're, they would love to move towards that. What, what advice would you have about either what's worked for you guys, what you think uh, makes a healthy relationship, what makes it work? I think people don't realize how weird the relationship can be. <laughs> it's really, it's you and this person, and you have to figure out how to get along. Um, you, have, you have no HR, you have no one else to go to if you have an issue, you have to work it out together. And sometimes it's hard and yep. sometimes you don't get along. Um, and I think that's probably why a lot of admins don't last f- super long. Like I think eight years is a long time. <laughs> I'm pretty impressed by that. Um, and there's just, yeah, you have to figure it out and it's not always the easiest thing. Um, but yeah. What, uh, what has what has worked in that regard with you and Ethan? Um, I think a couple things. Um, our Tom Ferry coach has been awesome over the years. We actually run our second one, but I always kind of felt like that was like that was kind of a safe space to talk about issues when um, wow. I wasn't sure who to go to or who to talk to about things. Could you elaborate on that? So you're in the coaching calls with Ethan. Yeah. Does he have any separate calls away from you? Um, he does, but I'll, I'm often in there. Okay. So you're as involved in those as he is. Yeah. Awesome. And you're saying that that's a space where like that's a third party that can help you to think it through. Yeah. Wow. Cause you really have nobody, you have nobody to go to or if like, um, I know some admins have had struggles trying to get a raise, um, which is an awkward thing. Like you have to ask for a raise. Um, like, was it a good year? Was it a bad year? What kind of, what kind of day is this person having? And this isn't Wells Fargo, so there's no process for this. You're no. just two kind of rugged individuals in a way. Because it takes a, a, a rugged individual in your shoes to step into this kind of job. I mean, you know you're working for a redhead or <laughs> <coughs> or a, a, a visionary or right, a control freak or right? Like yeah. so what has made that um work though then? Just openness or I think so. Um, we did like the beginning of this year. I don't know if I should talk about this or not, but um, <laughs> we're going for it. <laughs> um, at the beginning of this year, our our like all of Tom Ferry, like all of his initiatives are like pushing teams to just grow and grow fast. Yeah. And so we had this goal that we were going to add like have fifty agents in three to four years. Yeah. Um, and it was intense, and I got to a point where I wasn't happy with the way things were progressing. And I was, I didn't want to tell Ethan because I didn't want to disappoint him and t- like that I wasn't happy and what was going on. I finally did tell him and he wasn't happy either. Amazing. So yeah, <laughs> I could have just avoided that by talking about it sooner. Um, but it was, it, it was hard to get through. We had to figure out how to communicate and I, um, 
I had to figure I had to figure that out. It was uncomfortable, but yeah, we got through it. I think that's a really good point, and because it is a relationship, it's not quite like a marriage because the difference is you. Yeah, you can just choose to get another job. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, this seems like being open and frank and having that communication when you're working with an entrepreneur like that is very very important. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you guys navigated that. So at this point, that plan has changed. You guys are a little more organic in your growth strategy yeah. and it's better for both of you. Yeah. It's working yeah. really well. What about you guys? What would you say is important for people to know that makes this work or not work? Piggybacking off of you. That was a great response. I think just honesty, openness, mutual respect for one another, and really trying to understand the other person's point of view and hoping that they understand yours as well. Knowing that you're probably two pretty different human yes. beings. Yes, <clears throat> and just you're really going to have to put yourself in the other person's shoes because it may not, you know, it may not click. You're like, why? Why would that be wrong? Or what's wrong with that? That and is the last thing I would be thinking. So why are you thinking about it that way kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like what? That, that doesn't matter, but it does to them. So you really yeah. have to put yourself in their shoes. What is that, empathy? Yes, mm-hmm. that's actually my strength finder is the empath. I'm... Um, I'm an awesome person. You guys watch uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy? That's like the one Marvel movie I've never like sat down and watched. You need to. There's that an like, empath, and they have little feelers on their head. Is like, that the Aww. bug lady, the yeah. caterpillar yeah. chick? Vic is our, our caterpillar <laughs> chick. Oh, Vic and I are, <coughs> yeah. You're like soulmates. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I tease her because she just walks around with these little feelers on her head, and <laughs> everywhere she goes, she can like feel everybody else's feelings. <laughs> I can't even feel my own feelings. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's a ma- it is a superpower. That's my other one then. No, look at you. <laughs> I got two. You, you walked out of here six inches taller. She's <laughs> a feet. I'm 5'3". <laughs> what would you say is important? I would say the same and just being honest with yourself. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'll jump in and I'll be an admin or maybe I'll join a team and it's going to be great. Like it's not always easy being like behind the scenes. So you really have to be honest about are you willing to kind of be the backseat person? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. like, I think people think it's going to be a lot easier. Like, and then you, you know, yeah, you really you have get to check recognition from yes, yeah. you get recognition from your agent, but you're not necessarily going to get recognized from a lot of like the company or the cl- the clients. I maybe wish even. we'd gotten here sooner because this is really good content. And you, you not content, it's, it's important for people to hear. You kind of did this when she brought that up. That's yeah, been important to you, right? I don't, I don't really like the attention, so I'm okay with it. But I do feel like there are points where like you put in a lot of work and then they say, hey, hey, you did a great job on that too. Batman gets the, the medal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's been hard for you? I don't know that it's been, I mean, there's times, but it's not like, it's not like a daily struggle. Yeah. It's a trade-off, right? Yeah, for sure. And I, I have found over the years that if I start feeling that way, like, oh, like poor me, it's my ego talking. Mm -hmm. And then Megan will leave town for like five days and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be her. Oh yeah. No, she has big (laughs) shoes to fill. I don't like this. Like, let me go back to my safe space. Um, so a lot of times it's just like you said, communicating, having real conversations. We always have a year like end review and I can't count how many times like I've cried at those, like, just like, I don't know if this is what I want. Like, this is hard for me. And then she talks me through it and Mm. you know, you just figure it out. But yeah, you have to have the tough conversations. Well, I don't want to get too particular, but 
that's what a lot of our reviews look like on our backstage too, because it's a time where people sit down and evaluate and they think, and it's not about performance. It's about uh, all of us trying to find where we're happy and all of us trying to find where we take our unique abilities and get valued and give value, right? We all want to make an impact in the world. And I do think that this whole working backstage, it's, I mean, it seems like because you're not going up to get the medals, your team leaders, uh, your agents or whatever, giving you the recognition that you deserve backstage is very important for them, I would imagine, to, mm-hmm. to be on all the time. And because, uh, yeah, what you guys do, it's it's interesting. There's a lot of it that's not seen. But I don't think for a second that they can do what they're doing without you. And so, yeah, uh, I guess that's my, my way to say I'm grateful for, and not just you guys, like how many team members we have working behind the scenes to create remarkable and extraordinary client experiences for everyone. And I just love, that's why I brought up the unique ability thing. I think what you guys have is so different than what some of our agents have, but it's such a beautiful ecosystem to have all kinds of different people bringing what they have to give to the table and um, producing the results that we're seeing. And when I say results, I'm not talking about the freaking the Centurion trophies. I'm talking about people that, really felt like they were served and cared for through a transaction. So I think it's amazing what you guys do backstage. I know you don't get the accolades. You probably always feel like you deserve, but maybe that's an idea for a new award. And an oh assistance gosh. award. No, I also no, don't like just kidding. That. I don't want yeah. that at do all. Do not pull me. Yeah. No. You guys say you don't want it, but you'd, you'd want it. No, just a high five, a little high five backstage. Well, consider guys. this uh, a little bit of a high five. And um, we certainly love you guys and appreciate you and all your hard work. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I know a couple of you got places to go. So I'll just let you say final words or final thoughts as we wrap up. It could be anything like go Huskers or what would you, I mean. <laughs> oh, I've not, no. Um, I don't know. Keep on keeping on. There we go. The the enthusiast. (laughs) Final words. Um, I'm here for support if you need me. (laughs) The 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 helper. The helper. (laughs) And get your calendar in order, Ethan. Yep. No. No. What you got? Uh, I'm going to do a vision board. Oh, yay. Uh. Yes. We want a picture for proof. I love this journey for you. That's going to be great. Um, it'll It'll be on a grid. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Alphabetized, color coordinated. Well, you guys are great. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for joining us today. For more episodes, resources, and show notes, head to morethanmorepodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs>